write this instruction down. You want to see a change in your finances. You take all these scriptures I have given you. If you work, try and get a leave. You need a seven days leave. Go somewhere. Go somewhere. The only person who will be able to reach you probably is your cell leader or your pastor. If you're a cell leader, your PCF leader should be able to reach you. Why? Because sometimes the word you're looking for is coming from there. Sometimes, depending on what you need to do, you need to be available. You need about seven days. Take the scriptures I've given you. Go and be with the Lord for seven days. Pray for four hours each day. Some in the morning. In the afternoon, you spread it out. In the evening, you'll be fasting through the seven days. When you finish the seven days, Take communion. Thirty-seven days. Take communion. Listen. Some of you, by the fifth day, you have all your answers. Some of you are the fourth day. Well, if you get it by fourth day, fifth day, you are convinced that this is it. You can leave the place. If you're not convinced, continue to the seventh day. Some of you need seven days. Some of you might need lesser than that. When you get there to do the fast and prayer, what are you going to pray about? You go to say, Lord, my finances. These words that my pastor gave me, Lord, these words must come to pass in my life. And remember, I gave a word about two years. Carry it into the place of prayer. Carry it into the place of prayer. Get this series I preached in Model Church as well. What to do after a prophecy. A praying, a playing that as well. Praying, playing that as well. If you can pray more than four hours a day, do it. 
This is just the, ben the, the benchmark. Listen, this will take dedication, you know, and we will separate the men from the boys through this. You know why? You can easily forget this. You can easily forget to do this thing. So we will separate the men from the boys, those who are really serious and those who are just vibes. I said, get a leave if you work, if you're in school. I don't know what you do, but I don't know. This kind of thing, there's no excuse. You can't say, God, please, I was in school, that's why. There's nothing like that. I was at time I was going to have a crusade. And crusade, whether I like it or not, you must fast and pray. You must deal with demonic forces. Whether I like it or not. And I was not feeling well the whole week. When I go to the crusade, nothing happened. You can't say, God, I was sick, so please give me power. Borrow me power, I'll pay later. Or oh, I'll pray later. There's nothing like that. You do it or you don't do it. You go there and say, God, my finances. God, my finances. He knows why you are there. When you say that, He knows why you are there. God, my finances. First two days, he will deal with you. That's why you need multiple days. First two days, he can be dealing with you, dealing with your heart. Dealing with many things. If you do it properly, you are fasting, sober, drawing nigh to God, like James said. Can you give me that scripture, James, book of James? James chapter 4. He said, Draw nigh to God and draw nigh to you. He said, Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, eat with minded. Verse 9. Be afflicted. What does it mean to be afflicted? I taught this in a, when I went to have the LPC. There's a pattern conference in the Lord's Army. You know? Be afflicted. It's afflict yourself. What does it mean to afflict? It means fast. Now he's talking about drawing nigh to God. Now don't come to, don't move to me with. Um, go back to verse eight with, oh God is already in us. I know what I know that I know that I know what I'm saying. Draw nigh to God and draw nigh to you. This is talking about something different. He's, he's talking about something different. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Verse nine. And he says, be afflicted. David said, I afflicted my soul with fasting. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. You're not going there to play games. You're going there to mourn and to weep. He's showing you how to draw nigh to God. You're going to look for something from God. He's showing you what to do. You cannot be happy, 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 happy. That, that thing doesn't work when you are approaching something delicate said be mourning weep he said let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to heaviness he said that's how to draw night to God 
There's a soberness about God. You have to know that. There's a soberness and holiness about God. If you, when you pray, I don't notice that sometimes, you know, you can be, you know, very happy, happy. You pray maybe two hours. You just you know that I've become calm. Huh? Has it ever happened to you? You just become calm. When you meet God, you notice that you become calm. Every time you finish praying, you just calm. Be afflicted and mourn and weep and let your laughter be turned into mourning and joy to heaviness. Verse 10. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and shall lift you up. This one, this one, this scripture, is not saying humble yourself. People say humble yourself, God will lift you up. Yeah, in principle, yes, is is applied. Humility, he gives more grace to the humble. But this one is not. Well, that's not what he's saying. The context here is now there is there is humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. That's different from humble yourself in the sight of God. Then there is humbling yourself to one another. All those things have different uh, outcomes. But this particular one is talking about at that time that you are praying and weeping, you are doing something, you are humbling yourself in the sight of the Lord. When I pick my phone, I just know that a scripture has come to my spirit. First Kings 21. Put yourself in the sight of the Lord. Now look at verse 20. Now this is concerning Ahab. Ahab was a terrible king, right? Very terrible king. Very terrible king. And the Bible says that he was terrible because of Jezebel, his wife. The Bible says that Jezebel, his wife, influenced him. Can you imagine? The guy's marriage destroyed him. Your marriage will never destroy you. If you come to destroy me, I'll destroy you before you destroy me. I'll destroy you. So verse 20. In verse 20 it says, And Ahab said to Elijah, Has thou found me, O my enemy? I imagine. He said, the prophet is his enemy. He says, I found me, oh, my enemy. He says, and he answered and found thee. I have found thee because thou hast sold thyself to work evil in the sight of the Lord. All right? Okay. 
God says in verse 21, this is God's verdict on Ahab. Behold, I will bring evil upon thee and will take away thy posterity and will cut off from Ahab him that pisseth against the wall and him that is shut up and left in Israel. Hmm. Give it to me in the NLT. Verse 21. Behold, I will bring evil upon thee. So now the Lord says, I will bring disaster on you and consume you. I will destroy every one of your male descendants, slave and free alike, every, anywhere in Israel. So God gives um, uh, Ahab this serious word that there's going to be problem because he has sold himself to evil. So... He continues saying what will happen to Jezebel and everything that Elijah said actually happened to Jezebel. So go to verse 27. See, see what Ahab's response was. Most of the time we talk about Hezekiah, but people have not read about Ahab. And it came to pass when Ahab heard those words that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh, and fasted, and lay in sackcloth, and went softly. NLT. Are you seeing exactly what, what was Abraham doing? He was drawing nigh to God. He says, but when Ahab heard this message, he tore his clothes, dressed in burlap, and fasted. He even slept in burlap and went about in deep mourning. What was James talking about? Afflict yourself, mourn, weep. Verse 28. Then another... Hmm. This is one of God's weakest points. So to say, um, you understand what I mean? It is, you can't say God has a weak point, but you, you get what I see. You know, there are some people, they are very hard. When you touch them, say, hey! You understand? They are weak points. Mm -hmm. There are some people, once your hand touch their thighs, that's it. They'll give you whatever you're looking for. This is one of God's weakest points. God has a soft spot for this thing. Christians who don't, I pity Christians who don't know how to stay alone with God. Many things will pass by. And some Christians, they are, they are, they are, you know, they, when they were single, they used to do it. When they got married, they think all their prayers to be with their wife. No. No. You still have to continue to do this alone. There is family prayer is good, but no. This. See, the moment Ahab did it, the Bible says, another message came. Another message came. I'm sure you are wondering what message came. Another message from the Lord came to Elijah, verse 29. Do you see how Ahab has humbled himself before me? 
because he has done this, I will not do what I promised during his lifetime. It will happen to his sons. I will destroy this dynasty. God said, for him, I've left him. If his son knew this thing, he's going to do it. I said, you two are not destroyed. You are going to the next one. Then the next one, he will tell him, I know the weak point. Do this thing. It will postpone that. Then the, all that sin will fall on Jesus. Simple. Jesus will die. Just clean. I was telling you when we're praying the Kodomo prayers the last day, I was telling you about how, you know, I felt like I was in trouble. I felt like I was in, in trouble. And I went at Mota Forest. I was there for days praying in tongues like this, doing the same thing. And I remember the lyrics of the song made my prayer like incense. That's what I was just looking for. Rise before you. The lifting of my hands a sacrifice. The, 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 this is a prayer song. It's not a worship song. It's a prayer song. Oh Lord Jesus, turn your eyes upon me. For I know there's mercy in your sight. Now, this, this is a young boy who has just come out of uni and is in trouble everywhere. And I've, said, I've shared it with you. At the time, my name was like rubbish. Once they mention, they say, ah, yeah, he's the one they say who went to do this thing. They can't, it's like the woman with the issue of blush. We don't know her name. Her condition is her name. It's like shame. It's like toilet. Like toilet is on you. Why do you measure? Oh, that guy. You want to do this thing last time. You've not heard of him, eh? Sometimes, unrelating statements, unrelating statements, they're talking about something now. So, just like that guy, eh? They'll find a way to hook you in. May my prayer like incense rise before you. The lifting of my hands is sacrifice. Oh Lord Jesus, turn your eyes upon me, for I know there's mercy in your sight. God, 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 if you go and lie down and start crying, and you mean it, just stay there. The God I know, you have mercy on you. Have you tried to beat a little boy before? He started crying and holding your leg. All of a sudden, the thing he did that you want to beat him for. See, you can't beat him that much. But the one who did himself, eh, I've done it. I feel like killing him. How do you have junior siblings? Did it ever happen to you? When they beg, do I know there's mercy in your sight? 
He is God. And His word is true. His word is true. His word is true. And His word will be true to you too. Everything He has told me has come to pass. Go and let Him tell you something. You hear me? Go and let Him talk to you. My eyes have seen your goodness and your endless favor. You are true to your word. You are wonderful. Your grace is lavished on me, and your greatness as you are true. You are true to your word. Go back to that scripture. It says, See how him Ahab has humbled himself before me. God, God, God. Doesn't matter what it is. Go and humble yourself before God. He said, when you humble yourself in the sight of God, he will lift you up. That's the meaning of that scripture. It's not going to be humble to... No, no, no. no. In principle, like I said, there are other scriptures that can do that. But when humbling yourself in the sight of God is different. It's talking about prayer. It's talking about um, not prayer. You know, prayer that has, you know, you have afflicted yourself, you have fasted you. Afflicted yourself, fasted, you have cried before God. Lord, my financial situation. It's not in how many businesses you start. Let God give you a word that is peculiar to you. pastor shared a testimony with us his life testimony he said there was a time in his life nothing was happening everybody has seen that thing before well not everybody some of us nothing was happening there was a time in his life nothing was happening he was wondering what is wrong with him then he said he went to pray and fast he prayed he said he prayed in tongues so much he was tired of that life he said by the time he ended the prayer God told him three things get an international passport, open a bank account. And um, the third one was start a business. From that business he started, he built his first church single-handedly. The international passport, not long after, God sent him, uh, pastor sent him, of course, God sent him, pastor sent him to go and preach in Togo. He said the only one he did not do was opening the account. He said sometimes he wonders what would have happened if he did open it. So because the person who was doing it for him was tossing him up and down. That's the only reason why he didn't do it. He said those things change his life. There is a word in the mouth of God for you. Go and listen to it. Go and listen to it. 
or listen to it. I've told you what to do. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. That's the, that's the scripture. Go and take that scripture into that place. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. The Lord has made Pastor Enoch plenteous in goods. The Lord has made Pastor Enoch plenteous in goods. The Lord has made Pastor Enoch plenteous in goods. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. This is your era right now. Many of you will be put up partners. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. Plenteous in goods.